welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week on the show, I am joined by Marin for a game of Catbox. Catbox is a game inspired by movies like Reservoir Dogs, Bad Times at El Royale, The Hateful Eight, Clue. Essentially, movies about people with secrets operating with hidden agendas all trapped in a single location which is a super specific genre that I super, super love. So I was thrilled to get to play this game. Uh, It turned out super, super fun. I was so happy with how the game turned out. I can't wait for you to hear it. You can find more information about Catbox in the show notes. Marna is, of course, designer of Catbox. She is also one of the hosts of the Argonauts podcast, which is a podcast about ARGs, alternate reality games. Um, You can find more information about that at theorangegroves.com slash Argonauts. Side note, since we recorded this episode, Argonauts was nominated for a Discover Pods Award for Most Innovative Podcast, which rules. Marn, if you're listening to this, I hope you are. I'm super, super happy for you. Congratulations. You deserve it. Uh, I'm thrilled. Congratulations, my friend. Real quick, before we dive in, one last note uh, to throw out. Thank you to Christopher Sturdy, our newest backer on Patreon. Uh, Patreon backers help to not only fund the show, but also uh, all the other podcasts that I produce, including Talking Nog, which is airing tomorrow at the time of this release episode, December 20th at uh, 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash gmjeffstormer. Uh, The actual episode will drop at bit.ly slash talkingnogcast because I'm not paying for hosting for Talking Nog. Uh, Sometime between then and Christmas, whenever I have some time to edit it, uh, you can find more information about that in the show notes. But... Uh, Christopher, thank you so much for backing the show and helping make that happen. All the podcasts that I produce, the games that I make, all of that cool stuff is directly sword ordered through Patreon. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. If you would like to help support the show on Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash jeffstormer. You can also go to ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer or paypal.me slash jeffjstormer because jeffstormer was taken. And with all that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I'm sitting down with Marn. Marn, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Thank you for having me. So, real quick, at the top of the show, why don't you take a moment and introduce us not just to the game that we're playing this week, but as well as anything else that you've got going on you might want the audience to know about. Yeah, um, so we are playing Catbox, which is a game that I wrote. Uh, It's a tabletop game meant to kind of ape crime thriller movies that I really like, like Reservoir Dogs and Bad Times at the El Royale. Um, it's also Is meant- Bad Times at the El Royale good? Yeah, it's really good. You should watch it. All right, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I, I, I love a good... I, I specifically was really excited for this game because I love a good, like, scoundrels in a single play story, and I remember seeing the trailers for that and going, I should probably watch that at some point. Oh, it's so good. Please watch it. <laughs> I will watch it. I will watch it. Um, And Clue, I guess, is one of the ones that isn't in the handbook, but I always think of when I think about this game. That's a a good one. And it's also kind of meant to ape, like, just play in a game on the playground with your friends and hitting each other with sticks. (laughs) Love it. I mean, what, you know, who, who did, like, that, that, I mean, that was an iconic part of my childhood, and I'm glad that it's replicated here. It's true. Um, As for other things to plug... I write other games and short stories. You can find them on marns.itch.io. I also write a free web novel with my girlfriend that you can find at prairiesongserial.net.com. Oh my god, I always want to say .net, but we do not pay for a .net domain. <laughs> what? You know what? I mean, there's always time. There's always there's always a chance to get that sweet, sweet .net. Really, I mean, really, the, the field of .net possibilities is honestly endless now i mean 
All I'm saying is dot horses out there. It's true. I found out recently that you can get a uh, dot navy or dot army domain, even if you're not in the army or navy. <laughs> well, that seems irresponsible on their part. It I mean, does. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it, but that seems irresponsible. You just have to pay like an extra twenty dollars, and you could have that dot army domain. <laughs> Whew, that's. I wish that I hadn't heard that because now that's, <laughs> that's not much money. There's. <laughs> There's a whole, like, cut section in one of the Argonauts. Oh, I also have a podcast. It's called Argonauts. You should listen to it. Uh, episodes where we're talking about buying a dot sucks domain because <laughs> we found out that they exist. <laughs> I did not know that they exist. And yeah, frankly, we should all just be on them because that feels like what should be the new standard. <laughs> There's a really interesting reply all segment about how... Um, some politician, I want to say Al Gore, but I'm afraid that maybe it wasn't Al Gore, tried to introduce legislation that companies couldn't buy their own .sucks domains, but it didn't go through. So now, like, McDonald's owns, like, McDonald's.sucks and stuff like that's, that. That's that, that's ve- that's ex- both extremely disappointing, and I'm glad that whoever brought that to court brought that to court on the basis of people should be able to buy McDonald's.sucks. It's true. Someone believed in someone believed in hope and heroism, and I'm glad to know that at least it went to court. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into the game, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So uh, we start off by creating our characters, which is uh, walk us through the process because it's pretty interesting. There's some cool stuff happening. Yeah. So we start actually by deciding on a setting and a genre for the game. And it says crime thriller in the overview, but I've played this game not as a crime thriller twice. And it honestly works pretty well. I mean, I'm gonna, I feel like I'm gonna go hard on, I feel like crime thriller is, I feel like, above both of our alleys, so Hell I feel yeah. like that's gonna be, that feels good to me. Hell yeah. Yeah, the, weirdly, the two times I've played this game, it was with people who wanted to play anthropomorphic animals, and I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Alright. Um, when I playtested it, we all played as cats, like actual cats, trying to escape a cat cafe. Okay, I like that. I think that. I mean that. I I I appreciate that. That's a level of of clever that I deeply appreciate. It's true. So we have to decide on a setting that we cannot leave, and then give attributes to it. So, do you have a time, place, or setting in mind? Because I like I have places that I think are fun to not be able to escape from. But like, if you want to go in a particular direction, I'm all ears. Um, I have a couple general ones that I've been percolating on since I kind of wrote the game that I thought would be fun, okay. but they're not, like, specific. It's, like, an art museum, a library. Okay, because my immediate instinct was, for some reason, a Taco Bell or a convenience store, but we could also oh. go art museum and museum or library if you'd like. Oh, shit. A seven, like, a 7-Eleven would be super fun. Like a, yeah, like, um... Like one of those, like a gas stations. Do we? Well, okay. This is the important question: Is it a gas station Seven Eleven or is it not a gas station Seven Eleven? Oh, and is it a Seven Eleven? Is it a Seven Eleven? Or I like think it's an, it's a it's. <laughs> here's I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a cue from growing up in Mount Holly, New Jersey, and say that it was at one point a Seven Eleven. It closed. Was reopened as like a six twelve. Closed oh was then like a you know. Was then a, a, a Farmers United and then closed again and is a, like, is like a quick and go. 
Okay, I like that. I was going to say, is it a 7-Eleven or a Wawa? But I like it being like a weird off-brand <laughs> convenience store. <laughs> I mean, I do appre- I mean, I do love Wawa. Is the- All right, I'm going to stick with everything that we said, but it was originally a Wawa because Wawa <laughs> is close to my heart. Hell yeah. And that also grounds us in Wawa country. Oh, true. Which I guess is either Pennsylvania or Florida. We have them in Maryland. Oh, I guess it's all along, like, the East Coast. Well, somewhere on, like, the greater East Coast area. Yeah. I don't think we... I, I feel I feel good just kind of general East Coast. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if I've seen them farther south than Maryland, but we definitely have them. <laughs> apparently, they're... Apparently, like, they're headquartered in Florida, which I was very surprised about when I learned, because I had, was certain it was a Pennsylvania phenomenon. Yeah, that's weird. So I guess, yeah, anywhere, any kind of generic East Coast was once a Wawa is now like, uh, is now a, like, uh, Farmers United or Quick and Go. Like, the the, the sign has changed. The sign will probably change over the course of the story. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, so we, if we were together, we would write this on a note card, um, and then we each choose a feature of the setting. It can be like a good or a bad feature. It can be something that you think will personally benefit your character in some way. So you could say like, there is a secret tunnel underneath the Wawa. <laughs> mm. I mean, secret tunnels immediately tempting. <laughs> I'm going to say this is the immediately off like this is this is the this is immediately like adjacent to it's not a highway rest stop but it is immediately like adjacent to like a highway off ramp oh where you know like so there is you know there are trucks parked outside there is a lot of highway stuff around it you know what i mean like it is fairly desolate it is fairly but it is I'm going to say the other half of that is it is very well, well stocked because it is, you know, the last stop before you go on the highway for 85 miles until a rest stop. Okay, I like it. Um, let me figure out my feature. I'm going to say there is a locked break room that only employees have the key to. Love it. Love it. Gotta have it. And then... I'm writing all of this down so that we have it. Uh, break room. And then we decide drawbacks, which is why the characters can't leave. Um, what would stop them from being a- being able to get away from the setting for any reason. Um, it can be like there's a snowstorm outside or like there's falling rocks that have blocked the highway off ramp or whatever. Um, how do you feel? I'm going to throw this out. And if you're, if you're uncomfortable with it in any way, please, please veto it. I'm going to throw out that there is like a hold up robbery currently in progress. Oh, I kind of like that. (laughs) And therefore, like, yeah, I think that like none of us can leave because there is like, you know, a full scale newsworthy robbery is happening <laughs> at this formerly known as a Wawa at this very moment. Okay. Yeah. And I, I like that that gives us the potential for more NPCs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm gonna say that a drawback in this not a Wawa is that the air conditioning does not work. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> so we have a very sweaty robbery happening. <laughs> Love it. And just just to make it extra uncomfortable, like it has been a long process. Like it has been a long <laughs> one. There's a blockade yeah. outside. We're all just just drenched. Yes. So creating a character, uh, you either pick from a tarot deck or you draw from a card generator. I don't know if you have a deck, but I have a generator that I can link to you if you don't. Yeah, send me send me a link to that generator. Um, and then there is a table that will give you your character's secret motivation. Um, yes, I have the table in front of me. Yeah. Okay. And that's a good one. That's a good. That's a good card. I think we'll reveal our cards at the very end after we've kind of gone through yeah. the whole game, just to kind of give the audience an idea of like what we were what we were after the whole time. Oh, it gave me a minor arcana. <laughs> Sometimes you have to refresh it a couple times. Okay. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so the table is very vague. Uh, it gives you just kind of what your character is secretly looking to accomplish. That's, like, your jumping-off point for your character. You get to decide what specifically you're trying to accomplish. Some of them are, like, escape an organization, kill someone, finish a job. And it's up to each player to decide, like, what job are you finishing and why, and why do you need to do it? Um, and you don't tell the other players... But you do build a little character sheet, which is your character's name, occupation, three physical traits, three skills, and up to three items they have on their person. All right, I've got my I've got my character mapped out. Okay, I'm 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 there in my brain, and I'm just trying to put it down on paper. <laughs> I don't know why I went so specific and so almost weirdly unhelpful with my possessions, but that's the direction that I went with and I'm okay with it. Oh boy. Um, oh, hmm. I wrote something that could either be a physical trait or a possession. There were several times I wrote down a physical trait and went, that's not, that's not a physical. <laughs> I was like, cool hat. That's not a physical trait at all. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote sunglasses, and I was like, that's not a physical trait. I feel like sunglasses is the one, like, exception that I, I feel like I could make to that, where, like, I could see that being just an extension of who you are as a person. <laughs> yeah, some people just wear sunglasses to the point where it's a physical trait. Yeah, some people, some people, the, there are absolute, like, people that, like, if you picture them without sunglasses, there's a moment where you go, oh, I don't, that's not right. <laughs> Okay, I got mine. Um, so right. then you create a secret asset for your character, uh, which is a secret skill or asset you are keeping hidden. Uh, it could be okay. literally anything from, like, knows how to shoot a gun to, like, has a secret partner who has been hiding in the floorboards the entire time. Um, and... We don't tell each other what that is until something happens that triggers that secret coming out or that it would be advantageous for you to like have your secret guy under the floorboards like pop up and mm -hmm. shoot someone. Um, and if that happens in play, uh, the 
the whole game gets paused, and then you, the person who quote-unquote flips that card explains what their secret asset was and how it's affected the way you've been playing your character, uh, and you can give background on it if you have background for it for your character that you've made up in your brain. All right. All right, I got mine. <laughs> All right, I got mine as well. Hell yeah. All right, so we've got our characters mapped out, and so now we begin the scene. We just kind of go back and forth and describe our actions and turns, correct? Yeah, unless you want to introduce your character first. Right, yeah, that's, yeah. that makes sense, because <laughs> we're on an audio medium on a podcast, <laughs> of course. So, uh, my character's name is Dave Mulroney. I am a plumber. Uh, I am very tall, lanky, tattoo. Like, I have tattoos. I'm picturing specifically, like, a long sleeve that kind of stretches down to my fingers. Ooh. And I have a very, very cool mustache. Oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, and the items in my possession are, I have my trusty wrench. You can't be a plumber without having a wrench. I have a hoagie, like a punch card from a hoagie place. Nine mm-hmm. out of the ten uh, holes are punched. And if I punch one more, then I will get a free hoagie. And I have a cell phone, but it is at 4% battery. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, my character's name is Ophelia Shaw. She is a recent employee of the Not Wawa. Uh, she has purple hair. She is very tall with freckles, and her possessions are sunglasses, $200 cash, and an iPhone 11. All right. <laughs> I assume higher than 4% battery, because you didn't specify that for yeah. no benefit. <laughs> Okay, so uh, who's who's who should go first? We've got our we've got our setting. We've got we've we've got this very convenient store now. Can I? I'd like to. Add, I think I'd like to add a feature to the to the off-brand Wawa immediately. Oh yeah, go for it. Because the fact that it is a a Wawa for people who might not be familiar, which I think is large swaths of the country, what that means is the feature that I want to add is that it is that that means that it is a convenience store to the next level. <laughs> which means it is a convenience store with a sandwich counter. It has a full assortment of snacks, both fresh and 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 pre-made. It has like a, a milkshake machine. It's got a Coke freeze. Like it has a weird amount of amenities for an off the highway. And that kind of yeah, you know, it has it has amenities in a way that maybe a convenience a, a standard convenience store might not. Yeah, I think Ophelia works at the milkshake counter. Okay. I didn't write that down, but that's what I feel in my heart. That makes sense. That I I, I that makes sense. That feels like <laughs> where that feels like where that feels like where Ophelia would work. <laughs> so I think so at the so at so let's set the scene a little bit. Like we're in this. There are let's say Three guys with pistols and ski masks, right? Like very, very like classic movie robbery. Yes. Kind of just pointing. We're all sweating. They're wearing members only jackets that are developing <laughs> pit stains. Are there customers? What is Ophelia doing at this moment? Okay. Uh, I feel like Ophelia was in the middle of making like a smoothie when they walked in and she... Uh, and it's just like the blender is like still going and she's like very set. She's just like staring at the blender with a lot of existential despair. <laughs> it's Are there... juice now. Yeah, it's just juice. 
Um, I guess the, pro- the AC is broken, so that's the only thing we're yeah. hearing is just this whir. <laughs> the whir of the smoothie machine. It's very um, good. I guess if she was in the process of making a smoothie, there are other customers here. Yes, I'd say there's, I'm going to say there's about half a dozen. Okay. Okay, I like that. Um, yeah, I, she's, she's just looking sadly at the blender and she wants to turn it off, but like these guys are robbing the store and she's like, oh, are they going to shoot me if I turn off the blender? And also, do I care? Um, I think Dave is, Dave looks around and is holding a bag of Funyuns (laughs) that he was going to bring to the counter and pay for. And just slowly pulls open the bag of Funyuns. Oh my god! And is like looking over at the th- at the at the robbers, and is looking at the staff, and is like, I'm "Gonna eat these Funyuns." <laughs> so, the robbers, I I feel like they're only holding up like the cash register area. So like the people behind the the food counter, just like, what do we do? <laughs> Yeah, what what do you, what do you cuz and I think they're kind of doing the thing where they're pointing at kind of everybody and they're like nobody do anything rash but like it's a wawa off the <laughs> turnpike so there's not really a lot that like it's like okay. <laughs> yeah, there's what like several hundred dollars in the register like whatever, who cares. Uh I think Ophelia yells like over over the blender noises like can you just give them the money and like they'll go away <laughs> to whoever is working at the at the, ca- at the um cash register <laughs> I th- um I think Marty behind the cash register yells back I need a manager code <laughs> They didn't give me one yet Everyone behind the the food counter is like, oh shit, where's the manager? Do we have a manager tonight? (laughs) Uh, That's a really good question. I I think as this is happening, Dave is, Dave has started munching on on, on a Funyun, like nursing a Funyun, and is like, um, is just kind of like, doing the doing the my phone is very low battery uh dance which is you flip it on you check it you flip it back off you turn it back down <laughs> you sit around for a second you do it again you flip it back down and it's like just none just noshing on this on this this funyun as it's ha- as like he's just quickly kind of checking the phone putting it away like hmm, okay it's fine i f- i Did I get a notification am i good no i'm good i feel that in the in the search for a manager, someone notices that the manager is locked in the break room, like has barricaded themselves in the break room oh, no. at the expense oh, no. of all the other employees. I think I think at that Dave kind of Dave like slowly puts down the Fritos and raises his hand is like, Can I um can I speak to the to the robbers? God, the Wawa robbers are probably really confused by that. <laughs> They're just like, who is this man eating Funyuns? I got my hands. <laughs> one, eating one Funyun. Eating one Funyun. I got... You're going to need a manager code? 
So like I got I got a wrench if you kind of just want to like jostle that lock. I mean, it's not it'll it'll give. <laughs> Honestly, I just kind of want to I want to pay for my funyuns and get out of here. Yeah, I was going to pay for the funyuns. <laughs> just putting it out there right now. Ophelia looks at everyone else behind like the food counter is like Personally, I'm okay with you guys, like, busting in on the manager. I don't know about anyone else here, but <laughs> he did abandon See, cool us. With it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, what, he... What, is the, what do the robbers do? I, I feel like they take Dave up on the offer. <laughs> Just hand him the wrench. I'm yeah. like, oh, you, you do what you gotta do. I mean, technically, they have they have guns. Like they hold, they, I feel like they probably hold him at gunpoint while he's breaking <laughs> they, the door down. They hold me. They hold me up. Take the wrench. And I'm just like, <laughs> I was offering it. <laughs> taking some more funyuns. <laughs> taking a tasty cake. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they break the door down, and in and the manager is hiding in there, and all of the other Wawa employees are uh, not. Not amused with with that. <laughs> no, probably not at all. What is Ophelia doing at that moment? Ophelia finally turns off the blender and is like, relief washes <laughs> over. A, there's a small smattering of applause <laughs> and people are just relieved to not hear blender noise anymore. Uh, she, pour, she pours the smoothie that is just juice and like hands it to the guy who ordered it and is like, I'm not, I'm not making you. that again. <laughs> the, Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Shuffles off with the smoothie. Um, uh, I think at that moment, Dave, Dave is like looking around and is gonna just like be like, "Hey, is it um, is it cool with everybody if I go to the bathroom for a minute? I was technically just held at gunpoint, and also like." Kind of just dry throat from the Funyuns. Just gonna get some water from the fountain. <laughs> uh, Ophelia looks at him and says, "Well, the men's bathroom is out of order, but you can use the women's. Like nobody cares." Uh, yeah. All right, that's fine. I, I, what's what's the weirdest thing that's gonna happen today? <laughs> Do the rob walk? I'm gonna walk into the bathroom. Do the robbers notice him going to the bathroom? I think one of them, like, one of them follows him with their gun. <laughs> and he's just like, maybe. So here's the question. I'm going to throw this to you. Does the robber go into the bathroom with uh, with Dave or not? I think they probably stand outside with the gun. Okay. Yeah, Cause, okay. Because, like, I don't know. You don't want to be in a person's yeah. way when they're trying to do their business. Yeah, no, that's that's that seems this is this whole situation has gone a little weird for the robbers. So like they're probably <laughs> trying they didn't anticipate a hostage situation. <laughs> the robbers are no longer in control of this Wawa. <laughs> I so what is Ophelia up to? Uh I, I feel like she's just like kind of still trying to get her orders done so she can hustle the, the customers out the door so that while the robbers are distracted. Uh, the manager is definitely, like, crying in the other room while the robbers shake him down for the manager coat. And all the other employees are like, hmm, sucks to suck. I'm going to take a secret action. Oh, boy. Which is to say, I'm going to write down a thing that I'm doing, and then, and then 
uh, we'll, I'll, I'll reveal it when it comes back into being in a public space. Okay. Yeah. So secret actions are in Catbox. You can do an action secretly by like sending a person a text or basically like writing down what you want to do. So okay. So something secret is happening in in the bathroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh boy. Um. Does the robber outside the bathroom? hear anything suspicious is my question for you what is i'm gonna tell you, i'm gonna say not immediately i'm gonna say what is if what is ophelia's next action before the robber outside becomes suspicious oh um ophelia is going to hand a drink to one of her customers and look at them in the eyes and say hey you should get yourself and everyone else out of here while they're distracted uh yeah i think as you're here as 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 uh, they hear that uh this person like kind of silently like nods and like puts a 20 on the table and it's just like <laughs> thank you do i t- I-, I tip i assume i tip here this is re- right i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and they kind of start like moving people out as that is happening, um, everyone starts to hear shuffling. <laughs> oh, God. From the ceiling. Oh, God. <laughs> I, fe- I I think that the robbers have been, like, shaking the manager down for his manager code, and they just, like, abruptly pause and look upwards and are like, what the fuck is that? What's happening? <laughs> uh... The shuffling stops after a moment, but it's, there was definitely, like, the shuffling, like, uh, everybody looks up and they do see what was at one point the eight, like, the AC vents. They were, like, kind of shaking and wobbling a little bit, and now it's, like, gone silent. Ophelia very loudly says, I knew this place had rats. <laughs> all the all the other like people behind the counter kind of murmur in agreement, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A rat yeah, yeah. then like runs out of the <laughs> runs out of the vent. But like not a big enough rat to make that kind of noise. Well, the at guys... which point Oh god. At which point, um You hear so at which point you hear from the other, I'm gonna say it's on the, the it's from the far side of the Wawa, from the robbers. Mm-hmm. You hear like a kerthump, a, a light kerthump, like a padded kerthump, from the men's room, which is kind of on the opposite side of the Wawa, the one that is out of order and locked down. Oh no, um, I guess probably the robber that was watching the other restroom door is going to go over there and, like, kick the door open and be like, what's going on in here? Um, so at that moment, now I'm going to reveal the silent, the, the actions of, of that I silently pulled open the vent, shuffled through, the, shuffled, <laughs> I silently pulled, pulled open, like, an AC vent, shuffled through into the men's room and quietly landed back down. And once he kicked down the room, I, I'm going to grab him and, and, like, put him in a sleeper hole. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that robber just goes down and all the all the people behind the counter at the Wawa and the customers who are still there just like have no idea what's going on. 
Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> Dave quietly closes the door. <laughs> Ophelia like leans over the counter and is like, "Is he dead? Did you kill him?" <laughs> Get. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it out loud because either way, it's bad for the other robbers to know. If you want to know, you can come in. Only you, though. I, ju- I just think that if there was a murder here, they might have to tear the Wawa down and I might not have to work here anymore. I'm just... Uh, look, I'm not... Again, you can confirm. I'm not going to say it out loud because if I killed him, they're going to come in and shoot me. And if I didn't, then they're going to know that I'm not acting with lethal intent. I think one of the other robbers is, like, already on the way over to the bathroom as this conversation's happening. Head in hand, like, oh, for <laughs> The manager is... Uh, st- at which... The manager is still Please. crying in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> Quietly just sobbing. <laughs> 4 one four one two one seven. It's 41217. <laughs> Marty, I told you that, like, 13 times. <laughs> Marty just shrugs. So, yeah, I think one of the other robbers is on their way to see what the bathroom situation is. Uh, he kicks open the door, and I have a gun in my hand. The, the, the other robber is not dead. And I'm like, well, yeah, now, we, now we know. Gun is in my hand, and I am... Uh, smashing a pipe. Oh my god! Like I'm smashing one of the bath, the bath or the toilet pipes, like one of the ones that goes from the toilet to like a wall. Like I'm smashing like a a pipe along the wall, just with my bare hand because I don't have oh my, my wrench anymore. Oh my god! <laughs> can I can I help you? I mean, I got a gun. So does the robber. I think they pulled their gun on you, too. <laughs> just think, pointing at each other. Just. I think, yeah, I think it's become a bathroom standoff suddenly. <laughs> um, what is, what is Ophelia doing as all of this is happening? Now there's a bathroom standoff. People are making their way out because one of the robbers is out. One of them's focused on the manager and the other's in a standoff with me. Um... I think Ophelia is uh, unlocking, like, the back door of the Wawa to try and get some of the employees out. And she also, like, goes over and punches in the manager code <laughs> so that the robbers can stop make like, just stop focusing any attention at all on the manager. <laughs> yeah, so, they, uh, so the lead robber runs over, grabs the cash, and, like, is in this position now of, like, do I, do we kill this guy? Like, what do we... We have the money. He's not dead. What does the lead robber do here? Because that's a, that's a, there's a precarious position here. It's true. Maybe they try and go two on one with you and get their friend back, yeah. the third robber. Because that, that third person like... is there. <laughs> <laughs> I like I put I put down the gun and I put up my hands and I'm like I all I got and I'm gonna I'm I'm reaching in my pocket it's not a weapon you have my wrench and I pull out my hoagie card and I'm like all I have is a free hoagie if I buy one more hoagie tomorrow 
Do you want it? The the head robber is just like just just like slide our friend across the floor. That's all we want. <laughs> Awkwardly like rolls it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep the hoagie call, and you know what? No, take it. It's yours. I I knocked him out. He can have he can have it because he's had a rough day. God, um, I think one of the um customers who is still in the store is now sneaking up behind these two robbers to try and incapacitate them in an incredibly stupid move. Okay, <laughs> and you can see this like about to play out <laughs> just like dinner plate eyes just um i think ophelia is also like silently watching this hugely stupid thing about to happen <laughs> um stop 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 um and i think as they get there they kind of like they've been crouching, uh, but they kind of spring up to their full height behind the two robbers and knock their heads together, and both of the other robbers are now out cold. <laughs> I take back my hoagie card. Yes. First and foremost, just right back in the pocket. <laughs> Ophelia screams from the milkshake counter. <laughs> She hops she hops the milkshake counter and she kind of comes over and she looks to this this other customers and looks to the un, like three unconscious robbers and is like what are we going to do with them? And I'm going to go take my wrench and I'm going to smash the pipe that I was that I was like trying to break before. And I'm and like it's just water's just flooding it. Men's room's broken. We just gonna leave them in there until the cops get here that's that's a fair point did anybody call the cops <laughs> i my phone is at four percent oh i got a text message i i got i gotta look at this um can you hold my hold the wrench i don't know if you, I, it's, it's yours now i don't i gotta check this text <laughs> ophelia takes the wrench but she like doesn't know what to do with it so she passes it off to the customer <laughs> As that's happening, Dave, like, reach quickly kind of reaches in, and I think the camera follows his hand a little bit. And Ooh. I'm going to reveal my secret agenda, which was destroy an object. Or, yeah, my, my, I'm going to reveal my secret, my secret asset is that I am secretly a diamond thief. Oh, my God. <laughs> who has stashed diamonds in this, in this pipe, in this wall. <laughs> so we follow Christ. it. We follow the hand, and I think we get a flashback. We see, like, we get a flashback to security camera footage from, like, earlier that day of mm -hmm. um, a guy in a business suit, slicked back hair, backpack, walks into a, walks into the bathroom. The bathroom starts to flood. They put up the, the bathroom starts to flood a little bit, and a, uh, and a plumber walks out. It's the same guy, but in a plumber's outfit with no backpack. Oh my god. And he just like looks around and like keeps his head down and walks out, having stashed them here. Assuming that like the heat would have died down from the diamond heist, not anticipating that there would now be a robber. Oh my god. Oh I love that. <laughs> so he's stealing the diamonds back out of the pipe. And and then we follow the camera back out of the pipe to the phone, which says like 
outside ready for the handoff. Oh my god. Just as the phone gets to zero percent and like dies. Yo, incredible. Um, I think as this is happening, Ophelia is like chatting up this customer who's holding the wrench like more familiarly than she was before. Like they they very clearly know each other, but they don't care because they don't think that anybody's like actually looking at the two of them at this as very I, moment. As I stash the diamonds in like my and mind you, when I do it, like the whole plumber's outfit just gets wet. <laughs> it's just wet and slimy on my right side. I'm like, so are are we gonna now? Uh, full disclosure: we can go either way. I'm not gonna judge, but like. Should we talk about like what happened with and I kind of gestured towards the robbers? Any of this, or or are like we all just gonna be cool? Uh, Ophelia looks at him and is like, "Would you give a, like a, a a statement maybe to like the general manager to the local papers about how this place like sucks and isn't safe?" Oh, I mean. Yeah, I mean that that was a I mean that that pipe was a time bomb. I mean you saw it explode. That was a that was a time bomb. A time time bomb. This time bomb. Time bomb. That's I mean I yeah. I saw you hit it and it exploded. <laughs> well, no, I mean uh I mean and I stopped for a second. You saw me looking at it like in my like for my job. Okay. And it exploded. <laughs> Well, fair enough. Um, yeah, as as long as long as you're willing to uh, help me help me get this place shut down for unsafe work practices, I think we can probably work something out. I uh, as a as a certified plumber, a certified plumber, uh, you know. Um, and I look at I look at the name tag on the plumber's outfit, Dave. I would be happy to attest that. That pipe was ready to explode and spray steaming hot water over really anybody at any time. Great. So there's no other reason you just, like, had your whole arm up in that pipe? <laughs> nope. It was an inspection. I was inspecting. Uh, the- look at- <laughs> there's a single black Lincoln Town car outside just furiously flicking its... Uh, and I think we're like the red and blue lights of cop cars are like overhead as this Lincoln Town Car is furiously flipping its high beams. Oh my god! I I think the the customer standing next to Ophelia with the the wrench looks very menacingly at quote unquote Dave. <laughs> like he knows he knows that something is up, but he doesn't want to like outright be like, "Hey, <laughs> would okay, all right." I see you with a wrench. There, uh, here's what I'll say. You only need to buy one more hoagie as early as tomorrow. And you get a free hoagie. Uh, the, it's a pretty good offer. <laughs> the customer next to Ophelia looks at Dave and looks at Ophelia and looks back at Dave and says, You're not going to hurt anyone else here, are you? Oh God, no! I no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave and never come. I mean, well, I'm gonna come back to give a statement on how unsafe this 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 Wawa is. Ophelia's nodding and then, empathetically. <laughs> and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, and I'm. You're never gonna see me again. 
okay. Just as long as that's as that's sorted. That's a hundred percent sorted. Because, because like we can give people a lot of money to make sure that you never hurt anyone ever again. If that's your intention. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is not at all. My uh, listen. Um. Um, I, I, I hate having a heart sometimes. Listen, this Wawa is going to close and you're going to need some money to hold you over until you find a new minimum wage shit job. Ophelia, Ophelia laughs. And I, I just casually like reach in my pocket and drop a diamond on the floor. And I'm like, oh, look, somebody must've dropped some jewelry. You could probably pawn that. I mean, that's probably valuable. Right? That's probably a, pawn, a thing you can pawn and hold you over for a couple couple weeks. <laughs> Ophelia looks at the diamond on the floor, looks back up at David and says, I have, I've had bigger diamonds than that since I was seven. Oh, well, can I have the diamond? Can I, can I take that back then? If, you're not, if you don't want it. I mean, I don't want it. She turns to the customer. Do you want it? He shakes his head. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take that back then. That's mine. That's... <laughs> Do you do you want the hoagie card? Because it's I mean it's only like I mean it's any hoagie. It's any sandwich on the menu. And that includes like the really nice ones like the roast beef and gravy. Uh the the customer looks at Dave for a long moment and then holds out his free hand that's not holding the wrench and is like, yeah, I'll take I, it. <laughs> uh yeah, okay. I mean, don't say I never did anything for you. Ophelia looks at him and is like, I, I could just get you one. Like, you don't need someone else's. You don't need someone's used hoagie card. <laughs> he it's, shrugs. You know what? But he, it, it's not the same. I Look, and I point to the other customer. You can attest. Like, they, they give you, you know, they smile at you. Sometimes they slide you free chips or a soda. Like, it's it's pretty great. It's a pretty great, you know, they're they're pretty great to you when you bring in the 10th punch card. It's not it's not the same as just buying one. He nods. He looks at the <laughs> wrench in his other hand and is like, "Do you want this back? Should I keep no. it?" <laughs> you it's it's yours. It's a gift. I got I I really should get going though. If you if you just want to um well, it's not exactly. Hold on. Once I get a tr- do, do you do you sell like mini USB cables here? Not micro, but like a mini it's like the <laughs> next one up. Ophelia shrugs. It's like, I just make milkshakes. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to grab one of these charging cables and um, hopefully I, I can get my phone. But here's my number and I kind of scribble it on like a back of a napkin. Here's the number for this phone. You just tell them to call me and I'll give a statement and I'll condemn this whole place. My Dave is Dave Mulroney. Ophelia takes the card from him and is like, great, yeah, I'd love to get this place torn down. Perfect, okay. Um, well, uh, I guess I will uh, never see you again. Works well, for me. Well, I'm Enjoy sure. Enjoy tearing this place down. And i probably stealing gold underneath, getting a Scooby-Doo vibe. Not my place to judge. <laughs> I'm sure you'll see me indirectly on the news and That's whatnot. right, yep. And we'll, that's where we'll see each other. We'll always have the news reports about a condemned Wawa. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ba- as this this whole conversation, I'm like backing towards the door. Oh, good. 
I feel the it now. The cop lights are getting brighter and brighter, and we're hearing the sirens. As I'm like, I really do have to go, though. You understand, right? Yeah, of course. I feel that the cops should probably be, like, here by now, honestly. Yeah, they, like, they, like pull up. They pull up. They come out, and, like, I'm just, my shoulders, as I, as the door opens behind me, I just slump as I hear them, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to give a statement. Uh, <sighs> well, you could leave out the back entrance where everyone else left. And that sounds like a great plan. You saved all of us. You are heroes. I was just a plumber. The place was condemned. I gotta go. And I, like, turn back for, like, a split second. I look and I jerk my, my head towards the back parking lot and I just fucking book it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I feel like I, sh- I can finally reveal my secret asset, which is that Ophelia has a bodyguard who is undercover as a customer in the Wawa, who is the customer that knocked out the other two robbers. I I have so many more questions. I have so many more answers. Please, why did you have a bodyguard? Because uh, she is undercover at the Wawa as a milkshake maker, uh, trying to get dirt on this building for a local capitalist who wants to tear it down, who is also her dad. Incredible. Incredible. (laughs) So I run out. I think we get like, I think we get this closing shot of me running out the back as we just slowly pan out and just a barrage of cop cars start (laughs) pulling up and dumping out. And it's just more and more. And this one black Lincoln town car just like eases out of back alley. And we slowly pan up and up. And I think that's game. Hell yeah. Oh, that was that so good. That was perfect. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so you, oh. so was your secret was your secret uh, agenda to destroy the what was your secret agenda? Uh my secret agenda was to find an accomplice. So she was trying to find someone who would give like a, a statement on the Wawa should be condemned or whatever. And Okay, I love that. Mine was destroy something, so I needed to destroy. I needed to destroy the specific pipe that had my diamonds in it. Oh, good. Oh, what a good game! And that's it. That's a wrap on Catbox. Yeah, that's Catbox, baby. That game was so much fun, and I could really see how, like, playing it with like a larger group, like it would really like kick into high gear when everybody's just like, oh no, I'm secretly this, like flipping yeah. over cards and like having secret interactions. This game owns. Yeah, we didn't get to do challenges, which is, like, for a larger group, which is, like, if someone challenges something your character is doing, everybody has to vote on it and be like, I don't think that that is something that could happen in real life. (laughs) So now, is that, now, from a game design perspective, is that an opportunity for that player to go, actually, I can do this because, and they flip their secret asset and reveal that, that's, that's so, that's so good. That's so amazing. That rules so hard. <laughs> this game was me trying to take a lot of the stuff from, like, the card game power play that I liked and, like, rewrite it all from memory and be like, this is this is my ideal game of this I, other game. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. This game rules. Thank you so much for coming on and playing it with me. I had Thank a you. blast. Oh, me too. I love this game. Because the gimmick in power play is that you have a secret superpower that you can't tell anyone and you're all like 
criminals trying to get like a briefcase. And so you can do like secret actions that pertain to your superpower, but you can just like choose not to reveal it until the last minute. I love it. I love it so much. Oh, it owns. It's so good. My oh, girlfriend's this game. This cat box is so much fun. It's I always so have good. a good time when I play this game. It's just fun. It's just fun to like do things with the secret knowledge and like see things unfold and be like, why is that happening? Why is this person doing this very strange thing? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for coming on and playing with me. This is a blast. Yeah, of course. I had so much fun. So real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find you, your work, and Catbox online? Uh, people can find me at uh, Corpse Survivors on Twitter. I think I already said my itch.io is marns.itch.io. Uh, I also have websites at prairiesongserial.com and antlerscolorado.com, which is where you can find my writing. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was an absolute delight. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take it, future me. Thanks, Bass Me. And thanks again to Marn for coming on to the show. That game was everything that I wanted it to be when I read the game, which is to say it was an absolute blast. Be sure to check the show notes for more information about Catbox, as well as Marn's other games and the Argonauts. Uh, and then be sure to follow Marn on Twitter at Corpse Revivers. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. If you enjoy the show, consider leaving us a nice review on Podbean, Podchaser, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, there's probably a review function, and we would greatly appreciate a positive review. You can also recommend us on social media, tell a friend about the show. Any of those things help new listeners find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, you can also support the show financially by going to patreon.com slash jeffstormer, ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer, or paypal.me slash jeffjstormer. All of those fun, not just the show, but also the games that I produce, all that other cool stuff. You know the deal. Support the show. The other thing you can do to support this show is support the other shows that I produce, including All My Fantasy Children, which is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast on the OneShot Podcast Network, powered by listener prompts, in which my best friend Aaron Katanosides and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish. We might land on a different day soon, but for now, it's Fridays at allmyfantasychildren.com. Uh, and as I mentioned at the top of the show, Talking Nog, bit.ly slash Talking Nog. Uh, you can check out the show live, the 2019 edition, at twitch.tv slash gmjeffstormer tomorrow night. That is December 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, check us out. Listen to the episode. Send us your Nog questions at talkingnog at aol.com. And help me celebrate my favorite weird yearly tradition. I think it's pretty great. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Ran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you would like to inquire about advertising rates, press coverage, or about coming onto the show as a guest, shoot me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody. Party on.